Rise and shine. Well, a very heavy, uh, heavy duet. We had a very dare. Let's go ahead. Terrace chase and let's go to the head of the pit. Hello. Let's get it. What's that from? It's like a TikTok audio or something. It's like. What? Oh, no, no, no. It's the. Okay, let's rock this. What is that from? Let's rock this bitch. Maybe. That's from Mean Girls. Yeah. Yeah. My Mean Girls knowledge is pretty sparse mm. because for the 800th time, I was hashtag not like other girls and I didn't like to participate in popular things. So whenever mm -hmm. people talked about Mean Girls, I decided it was my duty to actively advocate against it. I was very conflicted, though. I it was, was your conflicted. Duty. Which one of us is going to finish their sentence? We'll never know. <laughs> what if we never finish a sentence? That's this whole podcast. Yeah. I was really conflicted, though, because all my classmates loved it. Therefore, I had to hate it. Mm. But my mom didn't want me to watch it. Oh, so it worked because out. Because she didn't want me to become a mean girl. That is a direct quote. How'd that work out, Susan? <laughs> I was too far gone at that point anyway. I don't know what she was trying to... What wrong she was trying to write at that point. Um, but it was it was like an internal struggle between do I want to not be like my classmates or do I want to defy my mother? Wait, so did you ever watch it? Yeah, I chose oh, okay. the middle ground, which was watch it against my mother's wishes. Mm -hmm. But hate not, it. And not, OK, cool, 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 mm -hmm. cool, cool. Yeah. Well, it's a great film. It's, um, an, it's an incredible <laughs> film. It's wonderful. Objectively. Objectively, similar to my favorite album, <laughs> Chromatica. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, so, little little house update. What the fuck? I, for I forgot how to do this. Ugh. This is our first recording in the new house. Can you believe it? I can. It feels so crazy and different. It feels crazy and wild. Okay, well, it feels different it feels for me crazy with I'm you sitting sitting in, like, in front of a nondescript wall. <laughs> like, <laughs> painted the ugliest shade of mauve, gray, taupe, pink in some lights, also it's just, lavender in it's some just lights. House, it's just house flipper gray. No, it's like cringe millennial That's stone what cement. It's a fucked up color. That's what that has shut the fuck up, Nick. As I have learned, <laughs> this is the episode where I finally put you in your place where you belong. This is where she finally puts me down. <laughs> you Sniper go. <laughs> Dan, Dan comes marching down the stairs. Dan jumps off the top of the stairs. He's been a sleeper agent all along. Um, It's true. Where was I going with this? Oh. When we got the house, I mean, it, it's like perfect, except for this paint color. And I was like, you know, in the grand scheme of things, like painting a house is not a big issue when some mm. other houses we looked at needed to be like gutted and like saged and like cleansed by a priest because they were so <laughs> fucked up and haunted and like needed to be lifted off the foundation and like fixed. Mm. Someone like killed themselves in the tub. There's still a bullet hole in the wall. 
Um, <laughs> and it said, this will happen to you too. And I was like, oh. <laughs> I would rather be cleaning blood out of the shower than painting this, these, this Another fucking house. Wall. These walls are haunted. They like don't, the paint like does not cover them. It's, oh my God. I was like, does yeah, the gray, one coat. Does the gray like come through? Oh, it comes through, baby. It just, oh, that's so annoying. Oh my God. It so keeps you have to do like layers coming. and layers. Yeah, and quite honestly, whoever painted it, House Slipper Gray, did kind of a hack job because it's like, it's just like not great. It's like on some of the door frames and like on the ceiling a little bit, which yeah. when you paint over it with white, looks like shit when it's like the walls are white but there's like weird gray smudges on the ceiling so you have to like i think we have the same painter for my apartment as your house oh my god he left drain flies for me too well i think it's the same it's the same idea as like the people who like built those apartments around the u of o in like five minutes where it was like (laughs) where it's like you have five minutes to construct a livable up to code apartment and they're like okay so what we're gonna do is a princess diaries thing fill up a bunch of water balloons with white paint (laughs) go 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 and then just unleash toddlers and then they connected the vent in my bedroom to someone who had a flair for indian cuisines apartment and my room always smelled like chicken tiki masala no like literally (laughs) like curry and spices and like you're saying this is if it's a bad thing (laughs) well that was kind of the issue is i was like i think if i was in a restaurant or a kitchen this would smell delectable i'm trying to like sleep or like fuck i'd like bring guys home and be like Mm -hmm. sorry it smells like butter chicken in here it's not me i want to eat my butter chicken pussy I've been storing it up there for a week just for you. There's a whole chicken breast waiting up there. <laughs> I'm about to about to lay my eggs. I put a rotisserie chicken up my anus. <laughs> From Fred Meyer. Um I mean, those I met someone are pretty greasy. I bet if you like no, no, did no, enough I... poppers, you could get yeah. Yes, Nick. <laughs> He's going to do another spit Finish, finish that thought. I pull a rotisserie chicken out of my ass. I'm like, wait, no, this is, this is pertinent. I just think that with enough concentration, dedication, um, and drive and VHS cleaner, mm-hmm. you could easily VHS get cleaner. most of a rotisserie chicken up your butt without any additional lube. Those things are greasy. I wouldn't know. I... Don't eat that. But like, from what I've heard, <laughs> he lubed my pussy with the rotisserie. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know someone, a coworker who. What the fuck? All right, right off the bat, what the fuck? What? What? I just where this is going. I'm. Scared. Oh, I thought something was happening with audition, and I was like, oh no. Um. Oh, I mean, I'm not recording. Oh. <laughs> This is my way of telling you we're done again. I watched back all those dramatic fucking videos I took last spring, and I was like, she was right. I'm better without Nick. Is that what she said? That's not what she looked like. (laughs) She looked much worse. (laughs) No, she needed to find the light of God. We should, we me, we should, um, we should create like a really shitty like four minute video, just like intercutting like pictures and videos of your life during those three months and mine during those three months and it's like i will remember 
Will you remember me? Oh. Don't let you laugh. Pass <laughs> you. In the arms of the angels. The gods. Lick the salt from me. <laughs> it's 11.22 a.m. Um... Mm, my oh, favorite time of day yeah i'm like when is it gonna be 11 22 and then it happens and i'm like oh that was uneventful maybe tomorrow um no one of my coworkers, you worked at a grocery store um prior to here and he was in charge of like the rotisserie chickens so he Making walked sure people don't fuck the rotisserie chickens no, 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 no he was in charge of like preparing them so he walked me through it step by step and I was like, you did what to that chicken? <laughs> they feed poppers to the chicken. <laughs> That's how they get so gaping. Um, no, not, no. Uh, no. Nick, I missed you. Shut up. That's gross. Same. Me too. Um, also, your sunglasses are here for when you're here this weekend and when I'm not here. Um so great yeah, yeah. Um, i'll ask the sniper if i can swing by and get him <laughs> <laughs> our little bowling ball ninja um so apparently so they they receive the the chicken um it's been <laughs> it's been killed defeathered. um you know it's just like a plain big ass naked <laughs> chicken <laughs> Slay. And so the grocery store receives it, and then <laughs> this guy uh-huh. washes his hands for twenty seconds, and then they just like <laughs> they just like put all the chicken in like a massive sink, like a massive metal sink, and then he just with his hands just like smothers it with the seasoning and whatever. And just, like, does that to, like, all the chickens. Just, like, gets up in every nook and cranny. And then they stick it on the skewer. And then it does the rotation. And then they put it in the bot. The, 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 bu- 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 uh, the box. Um, Nick's coworker, if you're listening, which I hope you're not. Uh, but if you are, I have a question. Which is, were you ever bricked the fuck up while you were fingering the fuck out of these chickens in the sink before boxing them and shipping them off one of my friends who's also an avid listener of the podcast and by avid i mean he binged all of our episodes Ah! in like three weeks which is like how did you the fact that he didn't like (laughs) then drive himself into oncoming traffic (laughs) notable notable he sent me a photo he's like Sent me a photo of him in the checkout line holding trust exercise. And he's like, trusting you on this. And I was like, oh, my God. Um, Oh, my God. Yeah, truly. Um, Everyone should go read trust exercise. No, it's like literally it's one of my. It's it's like the best book I've ever read. (laughs) Unfortunately, Um, I'm a piece of shit. And I think my new favorite book is my hmm. year of rest and relaxation. So, like, literally do not ask me a single. Who is is that? Joan Didion? No, it's. uh, it's jk rowling yes yeah fuck who wrote it my year 
That's the woman um, whose like entire family like got murdered or something, right? I mean, her parents are dead. It's by Otessa Moshfe. So not Jim Didion. <laughs> no, not not at all. It's an insufferable book for insufferable people, and I recommend it to all of my insufferable friends. What, Jack? Uh, what is it? Tell me about it. Okay, spoilers. If you, I honestly would recommend reading it. Um, so if you mm-hmm. want to listen or want to read it, skip ahead. Um, okay, I don't want to give away. Can you too tell many me spoilers. about it without spoiling it? <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I guess like the, the whole structure of it kind of is a spoiler within the first like sentence, just okay. based on the like time and place it's set. Um, uh, sorry. It starts in, I want to say, September of 2000. And so it's kind of set up that it's going to end with 9-11. Mm-hmm. And then it turns out she did it. <laughs> she is Osama bin Laden. She needed to take sleeping pills for a year. No, it's just about this, like... It's about this, like, depressed bitch whose, like, family is dead and she's an only child and she had, like, a really rough relationship with both of her parents and mm-hmm. it's just like one of those the stories. Where, them. Eh, exactly. Where everyone is a bad person. And I fucking love it. Like, no, all the characters suck. Is this Her a novel? best friend. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm thinking, I don't know what the fuck I'm thinking of. Continue. Her best friend's like really annoying, but also like does care about her, but is like you like want to drop kick her but also like the narrator is like a piece of shit and like a total like an awful friend and i was like what's that like and you're like i feel seen (laughs) not by this book but i know she just is on a mission to take sleeping pills for a year and she has this like whack-ass psychiatrist who like prescribes her a bunch of like fucked up sleeping pills and it's like it's like an art installment but it's also like not and then she wakes up and 9-11 happens and she feels rejuvenated at the end can confirm no i think you should read it though it's like no i will yeah awful but great considering i'm gonna have like 12 hours of free time in the upcoming week with these cross-country flights um oh my god he's a world traveler truly where are you going batch (laughs) Uh, I'm flying to New York, the city, um, on Thursday afternoon, and... What are you doing there? Have I not talked to you about this? Oh my god, crazy. Um, So I'm flying to New York on Thursday, and then Saturday there's a wedding two hours away in Connecticut that I'm driving to, Um, and then I fly back here on Monday. Oh my god, that's so slay. Yeah, um, so get to be in the city. <coughs> um, all of our New York listeners, rise up. Go meet me at Stonewall. <laughs> Just to stone me. Um, <laughs> it's a life. Get stoned with Nick at Stonewall. Get stoned. first meet and greet. Stone Nick at Stonewall. Um, it's an art and installation. The, the after party is... At the Pulse nightclub memorial, except across the street at Duncan. Exactly. And we're going to see how many Boston creams can Nick eat in nine (laughs) minutes. 
how many Boston creams can he shove up his asshole without poppers? It's also an art installation. Yes. <laughs> but the real, like the real art installation is me walking barefoot from Stonewall to Pulse. The real art installation is the friends we made along the way. <laughs> <laughs> the real art installation is the 9-11 we committed. <laughs> Do you think that's what Osama sounded like? Um, Probably. We yeah. don't know. Did you ever hear him talk? No, I saw Zero Dark Thirty and I kept waiting for his line and then they just shot him. <laughs> so true. It's going to happen with Dan when he snipes you. Oh my God. Oh my God. Aren't they guys? Yeah, I have no idea. Um, anyways, but yeah, no, I'm excited to be in <clears throat> in New York because I've only, the been there, only been there once for 22 hours four and a half years ago um do you think it's gonna live up to your memory hopefully it will well succeed it because it was like literally 22 hours i like arrived by train then i drove (laughs) by foot um and then i drove uh or i took a uber to sophie at barnard and then that barnard had this weird ass fucking policy of like no like no barnard student or (laughs) no non-barnard student or columbia student could like be it could like stay in the dorm overnight like at all so if Um, you're gonna fuck it better be within the cult is that what i'm hearing or be left alone in the dorm room so you were like an unaccompanied minor that had to like hold sophie's hand no, so me, Sophie, and her at the time partner were like walking around the city and like we like literally couldn't go to sleep because like we couldn't go. So we we finally got back at like 5 a.m. and it's like, okay, it's the morning. So then we like slept for a few hours and then I woke up and then they had gone and gotten coffee for like <gasps> five minutes, like across the street. And then they came back and then I met them in the lobby and then the like security lady was like, um, what was he doing in there? And I was like, oh, I was sleeping. And Sophie's like, oh, yeah, we just went to get coffee. And the lady's like, uh, no, no one is allowed to be there without a Barnard student. And Sophie's like, I went and got coffee. And the woman's like, mm. And I, like, still think about it because I was like, I'm in trouble right now. It was scary. But anyways, like, six of those. Did they make you take a, like, Barnard acceptance tests like admission essay they were like write a fucking essay tell me why you deserve to be here you kind of experienced homelessness you like wandered the streets all night because you weren't allowed to sleep somewhere i was a houseless person in new york um although we did meet a houseless woman what on the subway platform yeah sitting waiting for a train and she was like was that woman barack obama what was she talking about Oh, it would be so much funnier if I remembered, like, the content of what she was saying. But it was, like, it felt like a prepared monologue. And it almost felt like spoken word. Like, there was a refrain. Like, she, like, there were, like, themes. She, like, kept going back to certain things. And, like, half of it, I was, like, okay. Like, I kind of, like, I don't disagree with you. Um, It's about, like, the shadowy, powerful elites. (laughs) That woman, Barack Obama. (laughs) (laughs) 
no um but six of those hours were taking the subway to new jersey going to the lady gaga joanne world tour concert at <laughs> city stadium <laughs> and then taking the train back it was a wild night um so hopefully this time i'll be a little less stressed um a little more things to do people to see a little less homeless um, a little less ho- houseless and i've been saying as someone who looks at designer handbags quite frequently how is hobo leather goods still allowed to be named that i've never even heard of that what and at my core i don't actually give too much of a fuck but i'm like wait what hobo (laughs) yeah i literally have a hobo bag h-o-b-o hobo is that a brand what does it mean yeah oh it's a it's a it's a a place it's a a state of mind it's a belief system yeah Um, it's no it's a brand it's a theocracy it's a brand hobo amen yeah look up hobo leather okay interesting i'm just shocked that no one has like come to cancel them think every time i see think now i'm just like haha I'm like, I'm still thinking thin. Like, it, yeah, I'm like, I'm like thin as a mindset, bitch. I'm like, if you really cared, you would have rebranded to think fat. <laughs> Speaking of body image. Oh, I. Oh, my God. I'm really stressed tonight. I have to try on costumes. Ooh. And I, I saw my For pile toddlers. Of, I saw my pile sitting there. And one of the, co- it, they're all like these vintage 40s, um, like blazer and skirt suits. And one of them I did try on and was asked to wear in a musical three years ago. And I fully Hulk ripped the fucking back out and it was mortifying. And um, instead of them saying, let's put something else on this poor poor bitch they said we're gonna stitch it up and try again so i'll give you one guess what happened a second time nicholas did the stitches break yeah i ripped ripped it right the fuck open and i You're saw like, as soon as i there, touched it it ripped no it like hissed at me it was like fuck you it's like a harry potter I'm sponsored by <laughs> sponsored by think thin bars <laughs> our um, new garment is sentient and it will yell at you <laughs> If your BMI like is your not. your shoulders are too fucking broad. <laughs> but I saw it sitting there the other day. And I was like, do I have to try that on? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, I ripped that three years ago. And he was like, oh, so it fits. And I'm like, we are not speaking the same language. Um, great. So I have to Amen. go through that hell tonight. So everyone pray for me. If you Lots never hear from me again, it's because I fell <laughs> from the shirt killed a you. parking garage. <laughs> Because the, the, like, <laughs> the blazer was like you again, fat cunt. It's HRH collection. Who is that lady? I don't know, but why I love I, her. Why do I keep seeing her? Someone needs to get her help. Clearly, I think too much she's seed oil. Like one of the okay to me, she's like the like anti Trisha Paytas, and not in the way mm. that she's the opposite of her. I know what she's. You mean. Exactly. She's just yeah. like Trisha Paytas if you like flipped the, um, like re- inverse the colors. You know what I mean? She's Trisha Paytas. 
if you hit the home button three times. <laughs> yep, she's Trisha Paytas with the home button hit three times. She's exactly. insane. They both got their start, like, weirdly, like, making appearances on, like, Dr. Phil and, like, Ellen and, like... Oh, my God, weird... Trisha Paytas reading fast on Ellen is literally one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Second, or... Yeah, second only to Trisha Paytas then saying on Frenemies that she wasn't supposed to look at Ellen in the eye or speak to her, that she was instructed to do that by the producers of the show, which is like goals. If you see me and Claret out in the streets, don't look at us. Don't speak to us. We're podcasters. (laughs) That goes without saying. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, HRH Collection was like on judge judy or something is that her name <laughs> i don't actually know what her hrh name is. collection i'm like i keep seeing that and then i keep seeing this lady and i'm like i i'm not connecting these two because that's not a name she just like sounds like she lightly has tourettes and i love that about her who is this oh okay what is her fucking name i want to say it's like Catherine. She looks like a Catherine. How tall is HRH? <laughs> seven feet. Can you imagine if this lady's seven feet tall? Okay, these are just like the Google, the Google people ask questions. How tall is HRH? If you click on it, it says she does talk about being fat a lot and about calories. I guess in her mind, she'll always be a fat teenager. I think she's of average height, about five five or so. This is just a like a full guess. I love that. I love that. That's why. That's what I love about the internet. Oh, her name's Alex. That also checks out. What's her sign? <laughs> um, she posted a video to YouTube five days ago in all caps called I'm trans gay. Me too, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you want to find that's out like, her sign? That's like when Trisha said that she identifies as a gay man. I'm like, leave us alone. <laughs> but yeah, that's. Let's look at her Trish is like, I'm trans gay Jewish. I mean, as we learned <laughs> from our girl Madison, famous birthdays isn't always true. Oh, she's a Taurus. Crazy bitch. I love that. Classic. When's her birthday? What's her moon? Scorpio. What's her mm-hmm. rising? Um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> she's a Taurus, though, baby love love what's on our special agenda today sweet cheeks oh no you have it written down i know you texted it to me but then i, I have do. to pull it up oh my god you lazy son of a bitch <laughs> um should we talk about the slap tm just like real quick before we get into you know yeah, childhood I think... abuse I th- my <laughs> Limited I, days at Buffalo Exchange, New David Lynch. All related to the slap. Um, we kind of set it off. <laughs> well, okay. I think what would be funnier than us, like, diving into the slap and whatever is because, like, we're, like, two weeks past it. So it's, like, no one cares. Um, and I, I feel like everyone was kind of sick of it, like, within 48 hours. Um, I mean, I didn't care immediately. I was drunk at Applebee's when it happened. What I think would be fun is if we both, like, gave our own little, like, where were you when the slap happened? So I can be like, this is where I was. And then Clary can be like, and this is where I was. So as I just said, 
I had had a really incredibly rough week at Ye Old Buffalo Trading Post. Mm-hmm. And my coworkers and I had been talking about getting drunk at Applebee's. And I was like, let's make it happen, bitches. So after work, we packed up in the car and nice. headed to the local Applebee's. Nice. Um, I Is ordered... Applebee's the one that does like the one dollar? Yeah, like... it's not always. It's just like for one it's, week. It's like Tuesdays or something. Okay, cool. It's like, yeah, it's it's like an event. It's like the the Kia Soul Super Sales Week. Similar but different. Because I went to one of those and I was like, wow, I just spent $5 and I'm blacked out. Uh, well, I ordered some like strange blue cocktail solely because <laughs> it was made with Dwayne The Rock Johnson's tequila. Okay. I actually didn't even know he had that. I said, surprising. I will take one of The Rock's special tequila drinks. And our waitress was like, you seem really unpleasant. Um, I don't know if it takes a brain surgeon to realize that Applebee's has essentially nothing I can eat. So, could have told you that, yeah. I'm surprised like, you could even have that drink. They're like, it's made with scrambled egg. <laughs> I'm going to die in a Spencer. Don't you dare. That's so gross. <laughs> um, so I ordered a side of steamed broccoli. And this is a mm. reenactment of how that exchange went down. Did I already talk about this in the podcast? No, because no, we, we haven't. It. We haven't seen each other. I'm sorry. It's just been a hundred fucking years. Yeah. I said, uh, yeah, may I just have a side of steamed broccoli? And she went, oh, I, I mean, that's all you want? And I was like, yeah. And then she was like, um, okay. And I As was a like, former whoa, this is really worker, inappropriate and weird. At the Applebee's Walmart cousin Chili's. Um... <laughs> <laughs> yes Chili's is the Walmart to Applebee's target Change my mind <laughs> I disagree wholeheartedly But whatever you I say I have zero sister. concept because I've like I think I've been to both of those like Less than five times Chili's is far superior Okay I believe it I believe it what, What's superior about it? Like the, the food vibes. is better oh, The okay. vibes are better The food is better like, They have a better microwave <laughs> Yeah It's like the chips aren't stale at Chili's that's good. That's they, good. like, at least dipped them in the deep fryer again. Nice. Always important. <laughs> Maintain fresh quality. Um, no, don't be a cunt about someone's food. No, that's ridiculous. Like, regardless of what you were ordering. It's like, you that's don't know so story, weird, bitch. Like, you're like, how about you decide what is both vegan and doesn't have seed oil? Uh, Alex. Exactly. <laughs> she was your waitress. <laughs> No, because if someone talked to Alex like that, she would be like, you should eat some broccoli yourself, you fat fucking cow, cunt, bitch. That's what she would say. I just the, said. The inside well, of my brain. <laughs> literally. <laughs> to myself. I responded and said, um, oh my God, what did I say? But then I said, um, actually, can we up the ante and make that two sides of steamed broccoli? Nice. And she looked like she was going to go in the back and shoot herself. <laughs> and then she did. We had to leave, so we had to. So then we actually did have to go to Chili's. <laughs> no, there isn't one in Eugene, which is fucked up. That's where Connor and I went on our first date. Well, did the one at when Gateway? I was a two-time and cheating whore? Was it Gateway? It was at Valley River. Is it no longer there? No, it shut down. Connor and I were still together when it closed. Oh, that's sad. Oh wow. 
What's gayer than going on a first date to a Chili's with your closeted boyfriend? It's his favorite While you're cheating on your boyfriend. Having a podcast with your other gay boyfriend. Sure. (laughs) This is my horror era. Um. (laughs) But anyway, I was there just down in blue tequila. (laughs) And then I start getting texts in my group chat with Nick and Megan being like, Claret, Will Smith, Claret, the slap. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? You're really disturbing my peace right now. I think I literally said. Claret, Will Smith just slapped Chris Rock at the Oscars and you said, LOL, no way. And then I was like, no. Yeah. And then we like you like didn't say anything until the next day. And you're like, wait, he actually slapped him. And I was like, oh, bitch was drunk. (laughs) Okay, bitch was that's like how fucked up my day at work had been that I was like so fixated on that that I was like oh there might have been like a major pop culture moment I don't really care right now I'm too fixated on the happenings of the Buffalo Exchange in the Market District mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's my specific mm-hmm. location come and find mm-hmm. me I have three shifts left that's so exciting um <laughs> <laughs> Okay, it's time for Giggle Corner. <laughs> that was a good giggle, Nikki. Thank you. I'm pretty good at it. Um, I just love large parties, don't you? They're so intimate. <laughs> <laughs> I've always had that. So, <laughs> I... I shouldn't have been allowed to read or watch The Great Gatsby at such an impressionable age. <laughs> It's so fucked up. It's like, that's that, what love is. That's the only time that you're going to read The Great Gatsby is at your most impressionable. Yeah, and then you're going to read Catcher in the Rye and, like, want to shoot up at school or whatever. Yeah, I didn't read it, so. I didn't either. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, Lord read Great Gatsby clearly had a big impact on her. Um, yeah she fucking did so did it miss tay tay what song is it that has all the gatsby um the uh, don't say it don't say it don't say it it's okay. off of evermore oh that's not what i was gonna say it's oh my fucking god do you want me to say um, it no do you want me to say it's... the one that i thought you were gonna say which isn't from evermore yeah. i thought you were gonna say this is why we can't have nice things which also has a oh. lot of gatsby imagery no, it's the um. Oh my fucking god! It's not Dorothea. Do you want me to give is you a Dorothea? hint? It's happiness. Happiness. That's so not okay. Wait. Wh- There's like a bunch of like the green light of forgiveness and blah blah blah. There's like very. Yeah. There's like very specific references. <laughs> I've listened to that song like probably less than ten times. Um. I didn't like it until I realized it was Gatsby influenced, and then I did because okay. I'm a piece. Of shit. Nick, where were you when the slap happened? So I was at Drew's house and because he was having an Oscar watch party um, and Megan was also there. She showed up to Drew's apartment and then 30 minutes later was able to finally enter because of parking in his neighborhood is like such a goddamn nightmare. She literally was driving around for like a half hour and then she was like, hey, I think I might just go home. And I was just like, I understand. (laughs) But luckily she did not. And she came in. So I was sitting on the couch front and center watching Chris Rock came out 
and I was like, this will be good. He's a classic. He's such and then, a doofus. Like, big doofus energy. Love him. Um, <clears throat> I didn't say I didn't love him. He's got doofus energy, though. And so he came out, and then he started, like, you know, doing his job and, like, making, cracking some jokes, whatever. And then he said, Jada, like, you're going to be in G.I. Jane 2 or whatever. Like, he made the joke. Um, capital T, capital J. And then we all kind of like giggled, whatever. It was just like, okay, whatever. And then like he kept going and then it showed Jada and Will. And then you see her like do the like most like sociopathic eye roll I've ever seen from anyone. I was like, holy shit. Like she did not find that amusing one bit. Um, We'll get into it. Don't you worry. And she does this eye roll and then, the room we were all like ooh, like shit and then it goes back to chris rock and then he realizes that she's clearly not upset and then he's kind of like flabbergasted um and is like that wasn't even one of the bad ones aha uh-huh. and then like try to keep going are you giving us a recap of what happened and then yes and <laughs> Nick, where were you when it happened? I was sitting on Drew's couch front and center watching the following. And then Will Smith charges on the stage and is walking towards him. And then the room kind of like went silent because we were like, ha ha, wait, what? And then we saw him and then we saw we thought it was a punch at first. Um, That was the dumbest slap of all time. Why was he so stiff? I don't know. I wasn't hit by my parents, so I don't really know what that's supposed to look like. But it seemed a little. It wasn't very like fluid. It was like so. It was a very you know masculine I mean? slap, as much as that can exist. Um, mm. You know what I mean? Like to me, it seemed like he didn't want. He didn't. There wasn't any signal that he was about to hit him, until he like immediately wound up and like went for it. You know, it was like really sudden. I wish he'd so, walked up with a hand raise, just like he was going to ask a question. <laughs> just like scurrying over. <laughs> hand raise. He's like, Chris, over here, over here. So, <laughs> Chris is like, yes, Will. So, He's like, gotcha. <laughs> oh, no, he got me. Um, oh, no. Oh, oh no. Chris Rock is Italian. <laughs> the famous Italian man, Chris Rock. Tony. The man um, tried to destroy Nick's car with a tire iron. Tony attacked Chris Rock with a tire iron. <laughs> um, so the slap happens and we all collectively thought it was like part of a larger bit. Mm-hmm. You know, which is understandable, I think. And we didn't even fully register. I was like, I think he just punched Chris Rock. And then the, uh, some, someone was like, oh, no. Uh, ha, ha. Uh-huh. And, then, and then he goes back and then Chris Rock is like, Will Smith just slapped the shit out of me. And at that point in the broadcast. A little like, dramatic. Ev- I feel like slapped the shit out of implies like multiple slaps. Multiple slaps would have been that just would have been like pathetic, though. He's a slap. No, that would have been like, ridiculous. Over and over. But slapped the shit out of me, I think of more of like, like a, 
I wish. Yeah. Mm. When are they going to make up? (laughs) (laughs) When is Chris going to slap him back? (laughs) He's like, Will, you've been very naughty. Will, you naughty, naughty boy. It's the best Pornhub scene we've never seen. Um, <laughs> no, it's so an Oscar. So we all saw, still thought it was a bit, but the, at that point, the broadcast like was pretty much just like muted, um, because oh, it was just like we, so we like couldn't hear anything. And at that point, I was like, oh no, this is real because everything was. We saw Will Smith yelling, couldn't hear anything. We like got a little bit of audio from Chris Rock, I think. And then mm-hmm. and then it was just over. And then he said, All right, and now the documentary for Best Oscar, which was just hysterical. Um, and because he was so frazzled. <laughs> he was like, and now t- <laughs> the nominees for <laughs> the for nominees Oscar for the for documentary Best for Best Oscar. Um which is the award I hope we win. Um, the documentary for Best Oscar. And <laughs> and then we, like, I literally couldn't focus for, like, the next three days. It was the only thing I thought about. That's, like, the crazy, that's one of the craziest things I've ever seen, like, happen live in front of me. And I'm so happy I was there to witness it. And then Will Smith won the Oscar. I shot up out of my seat, ran around, did a little circle, and I was like, this can't be happening. And then he spoke for like seven whole minutes. Yeah. Which was... all I need to know about that, man. Which was... I was like, okay, so you play off everyone except him, which I understand, because it's like, is he going to say something? And then he's like, Richard Williams protected his family, and I was just like, okay. Um... And then he kind of gave, like, not to use these terms, but kind of like an abuser gaslight speech where he was like, I was defending my family and my honor and, like, kind of a weird whole bunch of nonsense. Um, And, yeah, and that. And then I texted Claret and I was like, Will Smith just slapped Chris Rock. And you were like, I'm at Applebee's. And I was like, she'll find out later. (laughs) Okay, for my lightly controversial take. So that's where Nick and I were when the slap happened. I have a feeling that most of what was just said will be on Patreon. A hundred percent. As I was saying it, I was like, like, Patreon, Patreon, Patreon. No, same. I was like, "Mm, I don't know if the general public needs to hear that. And if that's not enticing enough to go give us your hard-earned dollars and coins, I, mean, the, I don't the, know what the fuck is. The hard part is, like, the general public Bitch. does deserve to hear it. Um, they should just they pay just for need it. They to pay for it. Exactly. Um, <laughs> um, oh, I was going to ask you, just based on how long we normally talk about things, probably don't have time to cover everything on the docket. Yeah, okay, what, what, okay what else do we have left? Because that actually did go on much longer than I anticipated, as per usual. But what else do we have? Um, David Lynch, childhood abuse. Long. Non-existent. Your date. Not long. I, I, I want to talk about David Lynch for a second. Yeah. I, there just isn't too much to say, so like that's just not going to be 
Well, I had a fun thought that we could just, I don't know, hypothetically speaking. What's the word I'm looking for? What do you think it's about? The film? <laughs> yeah. If it I... could be about anything, let's make one right now. Okay, the new, the supposed new David Lynch movie that may be premiering at Cannes. It's starring Laura Dern. I think it's set It said in... Laura Dern in either a supporting role or a cameo, and I'm like, mm. But also starring other Lynch regulars, so... I thought I saw somewhere that Amanda Seyfried might be in it, which would make my pussy wet. I didn't see that, but that, that'd be... I mean, I thought she was so good in Twin Peaks, and I think she... I agree. She's... She's one of those actors. There are just certain actors where you're like, you fully fit in like the Lynch cinematic mm-hmm. like world. And she is definitely one of them. Um, I think it's going to be set in a fictional town called Woodvale. And Taylor's it's going to be called Timeless. TS10. <laughs> And that's the whole film. At the end, at the end of the film, <laughs> it's going to just have a date at the end. And then that date is going to be when Speak Now Taylor's version is coming. <laughs> David Lynch is the ultimate Swifty. I can't believe we haven't gotten an update on when the next re-record is coming. It's because she's busy recording Woodvale. Fuck off. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Woodvale truther at my core. You said that you got really high on Saturday. I took an edible, a no. dispensary grade edible with my parents. Dispensary grade. Well, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like homemade, like really fuck your shit up. But this was like a regulated substance. Well, um, we know how those do. I, I mean, I've taken it before too, but nothing could have prepared me for the wild ride I went on. I was so high to the point where I needed Ryan to hold me like a baby. Mm. I was trying to buy a flight online and I bought the wrong one and had to cancel it and (gasps) buy another one. I felt like I was operating the fucking like CIA's (laughs) database. Like Uh, I I was was trying to like navigate the drive and charger and microphone on your laptop. (laughs) Literally. Oh my God. It was horrifying. I had to sit down in the shower Yes. Good. Okay. I had to sit in the shower. Okay. Because I was so overwhelmed, like okay. a, like a dog trying to like <laughs> calm my anxiety. So I sat in the shower and picked all my toenail polish off like a little freak. And while I did that, I went on a journey about like inherited trauma and like generational trauma. I'm listening. Like how we Keep pass talking. It down to each other. I can't really remember anything. It was one of those experiences where like, as I was doing it, I was like, I am the smartest person alive. I'm having some like groundbreaking theories here. I need to write this down. But every time I would like try to write it down, it like wouldn't come out. And my brain was just going from like really horrifying and complex thought into like a more palatable version of it. And then that would like crazy eight into another one. It was so scary. It was horrifying. I think I have to swear off of edibles for a little bit. Yeah, that's, I mean, how how many milligrams was it? Five. That's crazy. What? Five? Yeah, I think I hadn't eaten very much and it just went straight to my bloodstream, unfortunately. Girl, I take ten and I'm just like, mm, 
Should I go for a <laughs> nighttime drive right now? Because I'm not really feeling anything. Yeah, it's pretty unfortunate. I want a Diet Coke. It's caffeine free. Pussy. <laughs> I also got they had a cherry coke zero at the oh it's so good have you ever had the cherry vanilla coke zero I did at the movie the other day speaking of I went and saw a movie on Sunday what was it called, called Nikki? everything everywhere all at once and what was it everything everywhere all at once it really was one of the best movies I've ever seen Un- like uh, it, really a, a perfect movie it was unbelievable like i haven't felt i haven't felt that way about like while i haven't had the same feeling while watching a movie since um since i saw since i saw parasite <gasps> what is the genre like parasite it's kind of a hard question to answer of what genre it is um i guess i would say a comedy i suppose it's like but it really but i mean <laughs> what genre clare everything <laughs> everywhere all at once but no it was like it was like it was like a like it lived it, up to its name it was it was crazy and I, I i mean i saw the trailer for it like back in like september or something i think and i was like oh okay like I didn't really think too much of it other than like, this is a movie that's coming up that I'll probably see, but I didn't have like any intuition about it. And then like two weeks ago, I think um, two weeks ago, I think I saw that like the first like round of people had seen it. Um, And it like immediately became the highest rated movie of all time on letterboxd. Oh my god, I have to see it. Previously held by Parasite. Um and I have to see that too. And then oh my god, you didn't see Parasite. No, it looks scary. I got scared. Oh, it's it's, it's it's not scary. My sister saw it and she can't deal with it. And you saw like you've seen so much more fucked up shit than, than her. I wanna watch Fresh. Let's do it. Um Yes! So a little movie club? So yeah, I I saw it and it was amazing and I wholeheartedly recommend it. There's like kind of nothing I can really say about it. And yeah, and so I I drank my cherry vanilla Coke and then I had to pee so bad for the like final half of the movie and I was like, oh fuck. But I'm so glad I did not leave to pee in the middle of it. But then I peed for like a full 90 seconds after. I was like, this is still coming. (laughs) Oh my god, when I was high in the shower picking my toenail polish off, having a transcendent experience. Well, that too. I had to pee so bad, but it like wouldn't I like couldn't pee. It was really scary. Oh, I, I hate really that. should not have marijuana. No, when you're high and you need to pee, and then it's like sometimes I'll get high and then I'll have to pee and then I'll go pee, and then I'm like really overthinking it. And then the pee will come like right to like the gates of heaven like right at the last minute and then no it's like edge it and it all just like stops and like it's backed up and i'm like i'm gonna explode and die (laughs) no it's literally like edging my piss i hate it no not a fan not a fan Ugh, i have a bunch of like errands and shit i need to run but now that i live 
outside of town because I'm being vague about my fucking location. Mm-hmm. I Except if like, you're a patron, then you can find out her full address. And send me mail. Send me bombs. <laughs> Do what I dare you. What was I saying? You have errands. Oh. That I have errands to run, but I don't want to, like, drive all the way out and do them. Mm. And then, like, have to drive back home, only to drive back out and go to rehearsal again. Can you... Also, can you, I don't want to... Can you do the errands and then go to re- straight to rehearsal? Yeah, but I'd have to wait. The, living out of town is honestly giving me, like, a better sense of, like, having a start and finish to my day. Because... That's good. When I lived, like, in campus area, I feel like I would do this, like, stupid thing where I would, like, go to Target, come home. Go to Walmart, come home, go to Chili's, come home, go to the bookstore, come home. And it was like, just do all your errands at once, slut. Yeah. But then you don't. No. No. Uh, no. Um, wait, did I already announce that I will no longer be working at the old Buffalo Exchange? A few times, yes. Okay, cool. Well, there's your official announcement. I have three shifts left. Woo! Also, maybe just put this on Patreon because I don't want to jinx anything. Uh, sorry quickly before we go to the the paying customers i will not be sharing my new job i learned the hard way that you fucks will try to get me fucking fired so good luck finding me now bitches i'll be at top of hill well you're (laughs) you're working at a soda factory um Uh, in the taste testing room i'm working at the competing You're working Mix. at the Mountain Dew factory <laughs> off I-5. Go find her. Uh, um, oh my god, yeah, fans. Back, back to the back to the not paying customers. If you want to come see me in a musical, Sunset Boulevard opens at Actors Cabaret on April 29th. Get your tickets. Are they up for sale now? They are. How do you get them? We'll put Go them in. We'll put, we'll put them in the that's embarrassing you guys can find them i'll put it in the description don't you worry i'm like go see my musical (laughs) it's it's crazy to be doing it again Uh. that's so exciting oh my gosh do you have anything else you want to talk about yeah so we went on a date a few weeks ago with this guy that i like had talked to on one app a few like six weeks prior and then i gave him my number I was like, yeah, text me and we can like figure something out. And then he never replied or texted me. And I was like, okay, LOL. Um, (laughs) A true romantic. Are you going to see him again? Cool. And then spoilers. And then. Sorry, sorry, sorry. And then I matched with him again on a different app, like six weeks later. And he said, hey, I think we matched like on Tinder and you gave me your number and I never responded. Like, I'm so sorry. And I was like, oh, like, don't worry about it. It's like dating apps. Like, it, like whatever. Like, I don't care, which is true. Um, and he was like, okay, cool. Well, like, when when are you free? And I was like, uh, Saturday. So whatever. So we made, we made a plan to meet. And where'd you go? Sage Bistro. In- <gasps> Fuck. Is he vegan? No. No. You just like to support the vegans? He said that he was around Silver Lake, and I was like, okay, cool, I can go there and then, like, see Nazma for a second. Um, and you were like, in Silver Lake, <laughs> who isn't dying by mistake? 
And he was like Billy Eilish. I drive over to Silver Lake. The date's at four. He doesn't show up until 425. And I was really anxious because I my ETA was like 402. And I was like, oh no. Um <laughs> but then he shows up like 30 minutes late, and I was like, oh, okay, cool. So I'm sitting in the restaurant, just like on my phone, whatever. And then it's like on a busy street. Um, and I look out the window and I see I see someone walk by on the sidewalk, and I just have like an intuition i have a feeling that this is the guy that i'm about to go on a date with because you can see his giant rock hard boner so i do, he was naked and so like, i, I want to s- ride i want to ride sorry i'm gonna shut up <laughs> and it was me in a wig with my rock hard cock <laughs> oh my god my mom is at the window, tapping on the fucking glass. This is the most horrifying day of my life. Do you see what's happening right now, Nick? Why is that? That's the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. Okay, uh, one sec. Let's. Just, this is all just happening live. Anyways, so I see someone walking by the window, and I was like, oh, I think that's probably him. And immediately I see that he has a purse. Um, And I was like, okay, so he has a purse. Cool. A purse, you mean, Nick? It's definitely a purse. Um, And (laughs) so then he walks in. (laughs) He walks in. He like immediately gives me a hug and is like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. And I was like, oh, it's like all good. Ah, ha, ha. Puts his purse like right next to me. Um, and <laughs> he was like very cute. He was like by no means like unattractive, just like not attractive to me. Um, and he didn't look like me, and I get it. He, <laughs> I was like, you're not Claret. So <laughs> I can't fuck anine hotter than my. <laughs> uglier than my podcasting co whatever God, and yeah i mean it was just like a very strange because i mean this is the first date i've been on in a while and and by a while i do mean since before the podcast started and since in november when nick and i sat in on megan's date <laughs> gunt <laughs> hi gunt i'm dakota <laughs> <laughs> My date with like a Shirley Temple. My date's an alcoholic. <laughs> My date, Gunt, would love a Shirley Temple. Um, so, so, so. <laughs> that bar was so weird. And then I fucking Googled it and they're like, yeah, you have to like ask for like a special drink. We don't like have a menu and i'm like then tell me why when i asked for whatever he liked to make he looked at me like i was a freak i hate it here not a fan and of by that. here i mean on planet earth kill me and you're like by here i mean that tiny little bar on fairfax and third <laughs> so. honestly i want to go back though <laughs> so we it was we, i don't know it was it was weird because like i enjoyed talking to him like we had a great conversation it was like 
two and a half hours. Um, it's long. Which is very long. It's like a podcast episode. It really is, truly. And, but I just like, uh, no attraction to him, like whatsoever. Yeah. Like, not just physically, but also like emotionally, spiritually, romantically. And once again, I set the bar high. And you really did. And he was a self-proclaimed 100% extrovert. And I have come to realize that I am actually attracted to um, guys who are more introverted than I am. Like That checks out. Historically. So there was that. I feel like an introverted man. Most of the... Most of the talking was done by him and we, I don't know, we were just like very, we were just like so different. Like he's from like, he's literally from the town in Missouri that Sharp Objects is based off of. No way. <laughs> yeah. Um, were you like my podcast co-host is a huge fan of your book? <laughs> <laughs> there was a weird moment of like, and this was kind of like, this was kind of all I really needed to like fully like cement my decision that I was like not interested and in, didn't like want to see him again. Um, was that he like asked me if I had TikTok and I was like, uh, I mean, I was like, yeah, I mean, I have the app. I like don't really use it, but my friends send me. Um, You're like, I have friends. I'm like, my friends will like send me them and like i'll watch those but i don't really like go on it because i used to and then i was just spending like way way too much time on it blah 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 um and then he was like oh like he's like have you ever posted anything on there and i was like yeah i did for like a little bit and like a few of them like got a bunch of views um but then i was just like i I was like i honestly just felt very and this is this is so true (laughs) this is purely i'm literally only talking about myself um, I feel so uncomfortable posting a TikTok of myself like doing anything. I find it like incredibly cringy. No, it is and uncomfortable when you do it. When I do it specifically, and <laughs> <laughs> and and yeah, so like that, like I made my like my TikTok is private. Like I locked it because I'm like I don't want anyone seeing this like ever again. Like this is like so cringy to me. No, it is very cringe, and and I'm gonna keep doing it. And I think it's actually very cool that the people who like a lot of the people who are successful on it, like either fully embrace that or just kind of like don't care or like whatever, like I'm still going to do it. Um, Mm -hmm. That's cool. I'm not strong enough for that. And anyways, but so I I told him that I was just like, yeah, I had a few videos, but I honestly just kind of made me like very uncomfortable. So I like made it go private and he was like, oh my God, show me. And I was, and I said, oh no, like it's, I was like, I, I hate this. I was like, I, I was like, oh, I, I don't want to like, it's uncomfortable. Like I made it. Pri- I think I, th- I think the first thing I said was, oh, well, I made I made it private. Mm-hmm. Not to say that I don't have access to the videos. <laughs> Next, like I child locked myself out. But, of to it. Say, but to say that, like, I've made it so I don't want people to be able to find this if they weren't already following me, the 300 people or whatever. And he just like kept pushing it, like even toxic after, masculinity. Even after, <laughs> even after, even after noir. 
And he just like kept pushing it. Even after I fully described like what the video was to him and everything, he just like kept pushing it. And I was like, okay, cool, whatever. Like here's the, here's the fucking video. Um, and like, that was kind of like all I needed where it was like, it's a very low, 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 low stakes thing that like ultimately like didn't. But it's still like a boundary. Didn't like harm me in any way, but it was definitely like, okay, well if I tried to set like a tiny boundary or just say like, no, I don't want to. And I'm uncomfortable. And then he continued to just like really push it and like, not in an aggressive way in like kind of like a weird flirty way. It's just like a red flag because it either means that he, I mean, it could mean a lot of things, but regardless, it's like, I, and if I also wasn't attracted to him in the first place. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's like, there are like women I would rather have sex with. Um, and like Lorraine, <laughs> like the woman in front of me. So, like the woman whose cock I'm in. <laughs> like the woman whose pussy I'm in right now. Yeah. I have a pussy. Pussy. So. Pussy. <laughs> pussy. So. <laughs> oh, God. That's pussy corner. That's pussy corner for you. So, yeah. So, but it was Some clear that. Corner. It was clear that he was like very into me. Um. Mm-hmm. And so then the next day at the Oscars party, I had to, he texted me and was just like, do you have any free nights this week? And I was like, oh God, I have to like turn him down somehow. Um, You responded. I would have ghosted. Yeah. For me, it's like we went on a date and like he clearly felt it went well and was attracted to me. And so like I wouldn't you know treat others the way you want to be treated i guess was my mantra but um with kindness like harry styles says so then me and so true so then me and the rest of the oscars party um will smith helped you craft a breakup text with this he was like go slap him so (laughs) so i beat the shit out of my name out your motherfucking mouth oh my god um Gunt. <laughs> What's his name? Gunt. The real star of Oscar night was Lupita Nyong'o sitting right behind Will Smith, just going, Oh, <laughs> just like know, right? wide eyed. So funny. So he texted me any free nights this week. And then I responded. I was actually pretty proud of this. I said, Hey, blank. Is this going to be triggering for me after having received a breakup text from you? Nice. <laughs> Trigger warning, Claray breakup text from Nick. <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh, God, okay. Break up with me. Um, me. You can't do the podcast right now. Kill me. Okay. <laughs> hey, Blank, I had a really good time and you're incredibly nice and funny, but I don't see this going anywhere romantically and want to be transparent with you. I wish you well and you deserve a great guy. Right. Yeah. So then I sent that and never heard from him again. So thumbs so up. So he's probably waiting with a gun upstairs with Dan. <laughs> he's charging down the stairs. Um so yeah, so you know, back back on the market after that one date. <laughs> I'll see if my co-star wants to fuck. So yeah, I How are you feeling? The photos on his profile 
Yep. Did him a lot of justice. I mean, why would you post pictures that you look better in than in real life? Are you talking to me? Um, I just in general. No, I that was a joke. Um, because specifically I do to that. you, though. Yes. Um, it's like you should post your ugliest photos on your dating apps. Post um, whole. <laughs> Let them know what they're in for. Show them how much rotisserie chicken you can fit up there. And that's what we call a callback in the biz. <laughs> I'm going to have one photo on my Tinder, and it is a rotisserie chicken. With my cock in it. Because <sighs> you know what I always say, if you can't fit a chicken up your ass, you can at least stick your dick in it. So true. That was my senior quote. <laughs> She had a weird high school experience. <laughs> I wandered around begging for love for my theater teacher, just trying to fuck a rotisserie chicken. You're like, Baby. I need to fuck a rotisserie chicken. Eating nothing but Lara bars. And everyone was like, why is she such a cunt? You're like, because I haven't found the rotisserie chicken to fuck. <laughs> to season with my cock. Nikki, this was fun. This was fun. This is the first time we've recorded in like three weeks. I know. Crazy. Okay, well, I'll see you next week. Bye. <laughs> Hello. Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Uh, me and Claire produce and edit and sound mix. Uh, you can follow the podcast on Instagram at Brain Cell Girls. You can follow me, Nick, on Instagram at Nick Curl. And you can follow Claire on Instagram at The Grace Trap Queen. Music by Anabolic Beats. We would like to thank our patrons who have selected the immortal tier on our Patreon for allowing us to, you know, make the show. We really appreciate it. So thank you to Hazel Herring, Jade Watson, John Sims, Laura Zimmerman, Megan Donovan, OP Queef, Piss Baby, Sasha Kosek, Teresa Graham, and Vinish542. We really, really appreciate it. Schnitzel, he's lost again, and so living it.